Welcome to My Life, Tanya Applied with Rabbi Simon Jacobson, a journey into the deepest teachings of Torah and their application to our personal, emotional, and psychological lives. A good week. We continue our journey in the life-changing Sefer Tanya. This program is made possible by Rena Lights LLC, and it is an honor and memory of Rabbi Yosef Halevi Weinberg, Olav Shalom, and Rabbi Moshe Pinchas Akoyan Katz, Olav Shalom. It is also the schus and the merit of Rabbi Zevi Cheskel and Risha Katz, Le'edich Yom Vishanim Tevis, for many long, healthy years. We are in the middle of chapter two of Tanya, the fascinating discussion of understanding the very nature of your soul, of an neshama, of the nefesh alikis, the divine soul, with a comparison to a child and its parent. A child and a parent are not just two entities, like a teacher and a student. Two separate entities, and the teacher communicates knowledge. There's a deep connection between teacher and student. But the student is not made up of the very genetic material and the genetic code of the teacher. Whereas a child is. A child comes from the very genetic structure of its parents. Here specifically of its father, the seed of the father, which carries in it the life force and all the DNA and genes that will shape and define the child. So though the child will be a separate entity, however, what makes defines this entity? What is its uh, building blocks? It's the parent. This the Al-Tareb is using both to explain that intricate and intimate connection between Bonim Atam Lashem Alekechem, that you are God's children, and as such come from the very Moyach Ha'av, the mind of the father, in this case, the mind of the father, Avinu Sheba Shemaim, Machshafti, and Chachmosi Yisbaruch, which is Chachmi Ilah, Nimshech Mamoyach Ha'elyashi, Chachmi Ilah, Kav Yochel. But he's also explaining it in the context of what we're learning now, later in the chapter two, which is to explain that even though souls are diverse, from one end of the spectrum to the other, the highest and greatest souls like Moshe Rabbeinu and the Ovis, and then souls that are far lower level. All souls, how do you explain that? They all come from one place, from the Moyach Ha'av, Mamish. So the child explanation, the Moshal, the example of the child, works perfectly to explain this as well. Because from one tip of Moyach Ha'av, as we learned last week, when a child is born, every part of the child comes from the genetic material and the DNA of the father's seed. Everything came. So it doesn't matter whether it's the brain, the heart, all the other parts, all the way down to the toenails. It's Sipurnaim. So there are clear distinctions in the child. You can't compare one organ and one limb to another. You can't compare the toenails to the mind. And that they all come from that seed, from that cell, from that concentrated 
initial seed of the fathers. How does it happen? That's the development, that it fertilizes the mother's egg, and nine months, as he said, of gestation, of pregnancy, through a nine-month gestation of the mother's womb, so that energy, that cell splits and continues to develop through pregnancy to the point that the full child develops all the way down to the nails. And that's how you have the details. But they all originate from the same seed. So therefore, in the example, we see that even though there's distinctions, in souls, we'll soon get back to the nimshal, the moral, but we see there's distinctions and yet they're all connected to the core seed. You can't say that the nails have less of the seed than the brain itself has. It's like saying the DNA is less in one part of the body than other parts. So even though now it's split into different parts, which is what defines a human being, the child, is made up of many parts, and in this case we're talking from the extreme, from the mind of the child, till the tzipernaim, the toenails, then he continues, that even though it's now come down level by level, like he said, in the mother's womb, progressively transformed to the point that the child's nails are also formed from that tipa. So he continues, Nevertheless, even in the nail, even in the nails, the very seminal seed has only changed in its form of manifestation. In other words, the DNA in the brain is a brain. The DNA and the gene genetic material in the, in the nails is in the, form, is in the form of nails. But that's only in its, it's an expression. But in terms of its very core, it remains bound and unified. That's what he says, Edenik Shurum Yuchedes. In a wondrous and powerful unity. Because it's all fundamentally connected to the very genetic material of the parent, of the father. So it's bound and unified in a wondrous and powerful unity with its original core essence. as it existed in that seminal drop in the semen, in the seed, that was rooted, as we discussed, not physically, but spiritually, in the father's mind, in the father's brain. So when you look at a child, you don't say a part of the child comes from the father and a part doesn't, or a part is more from the father than another, just like when we talk about the life force. So even though there's a major distinction between the vital organs, the brain, the mind, the heart, other organs, and let's say the toenail, especially the toenail, life is not dependent on a toenail. Other parts of the vital organs, the life is dependent. Yet when we say a person is alive, you don't say we're alive, only one part of us is alive. The whole being person from head to toe is alive. In that itself, that's called the highest kloli, that you're alive. And that life touches every aspect of the body from beginning, from the top, the highest, to the lowest level, down to the heel, down to the toenails. Yet chayis parati, when you talk about the specific vitality of each limb and organ, 
and each body part. There, there are distinctions. More begili, less begili. More revealed, less revealed. More vital, vital for the life force itself, and some are less vital. Obviously, a complete person, you want every part of the body, but there are definitely parts that, God forbid, due to whatever disease or an accident, a person can live without them. That doesn't mean that the life force is less there, it just means that its manifestation is in a different form. So you have here an example, perfect example, of diversity and many different levels. You can't compare a footnail, a toenail on the foot to the brain as far as the, the, life, the, the organ, the vital organ part, but you can compare the life force. And all that life force came from the tipus mayacha'av. We'll soon discuss what it is in the nimshal, but you, we know already that mayacha'av is avinu shebashamayim, Chachmosi is Baruch, where the Nisham is rooted in even higher than God's mind, but it travels through God's mind and unified. God is unified with his Chuvah Chachmosi Echad, and that will travel down to the Nishamas as they branch off each in their own respective way. But then he adds something more now. In the Altareb and his thoroughness, you see how he doesn't leave any stone unturned. He continues, because now you can still ask yourself a question. Fine. You're saying it all originated, but it changed form and shape. It's true, it all originates from the seed, from the tipa's mayacha'av, and the tipa that, is, that has now become the root of the life force of the very being of the child, not just the life force, the very body of the child, is all connected intricately with the original tipa, the tipa's mayacha'av, But the question now is, but it has taken on a different shape. Now it's like a toenail. Tzipernayim. It's no longer it's no longer like the mind itself. So you could say, one second, it's still rooted there, but it's no longer moyach material, you can say, mind material. The DNA is there, the genetic material is there, but it's not in the form of a mind. It's in the form of a toenail. Says the Alter Rebbe, and also after now, and even now, meaning after the child is born, not just when the child was conceived by the seed, but even now, in the child, the nails draw their spiritual nourishment and energy from, in the, from the brain, the mind, in the child's head. The focus here, we have to say that he's talking here, moyach shabarosh, not the moyach of the father. Because the tipa now has already become a child. But he's connecting now that even the child's nails and every part of the child is still connected to its moyach, to the moyach of the child. And through the moyach, the mind of the child is going to be connected to the father's mind. So this is an additional point. Because you could say, okay, it originated in the moyach ha'av, in the mind of the father. But now it's become a toenail. No, but the toenail is still connected to the mind of the child, which is rooted in the mind of the father. That's one of the explanations in how we learned this piece in Tanya. 
So this now adds another dimension, that the moyach still plays a role even when the child has become a separate entity. So in addition from the entire child coming from the tipus moyachav of the father, of the seed of the father, once it takes shape in all the details of the child, it's still connected to the moyach, to the central nervous system, and to the very driving force of the mind. And as we already learned from Tereid, we're not talking here about the physical brain, we're talking about the brain's power, its spiritual power over the entire body. Okay. Now comes the next piece. And it's critical to first clarify here. Even though the next section that we're going to read now in Tanya sounds like it's following explains the Rebbe when he, in his commentary on Tanya that this Gemara that he's going to quote now actually is going back to the original point. Not that the child, the nails are connected to the mind, but that it all originates from the father. Remember, the nimshal is critical to remember the father and son is, the father is the divine, the divine creator, the source, and the sun is the neshama. But the neshama has many levels, and it all comes from one tipus mayachav. So now he brings a raya from the Gemara, from the Gemara, Gemara Nida Sham. As the Talmud states, Nida Sham, page 31a. Leven shememenu gidim v'atzomiz v'tzerpanayim. Leven, the white, the white of the seed of the father, from which tendons, bones, and nails are formed. So the Gemara Nida talks about what shapes a child. Talks about what the father contributes, what we just said, the white tendons, bones, and nails. And the mother talks about what the mother contributes, which is not being cited here. Not discussing that. Though he spoke about the mother and the womb, but there's no question that part of a child also receives genetic material from the mother. So the oedem, the red of the blood of the mother, also gives the blood and other things that the Gemara spells out that comes from the mother. But here the focus is on the muscle of the father. So what do you see from this? You see what he said before, that Sipranaim, even though they're just nails, they come from the white of the seed. So clearly he's referring back that, that, that comes from Tipus Mayachav. The statement that came in between was already applying another dimension that also the Ben, Yenika Satsamnaim, is from the Mayach Shabarosh. This is the most likely and the simplest way to explain it. Some try to explain, but it's Bedechik, says the Rebbe, that this also refers to the connection of the nails to the Mayach Ben. But the pastors, the Gemara is talking about Mayach not the Mayach even though, as I said, you could somewhat force it, but it's bedechik. And then the Al-Tareb in Historinus continues. This is not just a physical thing based on the Gemara, but it also has an element that we see in Kabbalah. In the brackets, he says, Kamosha Kosa Shar HaChashmal. In Eitzchayim, there's a gate, a section called Shar HaChashmal. Which is in the time that we have in our editions 41.1, he says the following: Beseid 
levushim shel adam arishin beganeden. So he's concerning the secret of Adam's clothing in Ganeden. Remember, before Chetet Tzadas, it says that they were Arumim. Adam and Chava were naked, but they still had a skin. Skin. So the so the Eitzchayim says that this skin, which in Medrash it says Shohayut Zipernayim, the Medrash says that their skin was like not clothing that's detached. It was like nails, an example like nails. They were covered like, like nails. They were part of the very body of Adam and Chava, but they were like nails. So he says in Eitz Chaim, this is from Pirkei Derbalazar chapter 14, that their clothing was like nails. So we see Tzipur Naim here. So the Eitz Chaim says these nails come from Ebchines Moyech Tfuna. They're nourished from the mental energy of Tfuna. Tfuna is a level in Bina. There's Chachma Bina, in Bina, the level of Tfuna, which is the root from where these nails come from. So the Alter Rebbe is bringing up proof that it's not just what the Gemara says, but also on a deeper spiritual level, nails, even the lowly nails, so to speak, the nails, the toenails of a human being, are rooted in a very high level, in this case, Meyach Tfuna. Now this is not the toenails. This is the nails referring to the nails, but you see nails which are such an external component still are rooted in a high level. So we have now, both from the Gemara and Masech Tanida and the Eitz Chaim, the connection even with nails with all the way back to the Moyach Ha'av. So either Chochma or in this case Tfuna. <coughs> now we go back to the Nimshol, the moral. All this was an example. An example that we all can identify with. You can study a child and you see exactly all this. A newborn child is a fully developed child, but if you go back to the moment of conception, it all is encompassed in the life energy within the seed. You're not going to see nails there. You're not going to see a mind there. But it's all rooted there. And then throughout pregnancy, it develops. The fetus develops till you have a full-blown child. So now let's apply it to the nimshal. The Abish to the way he created the Shamas, like we spoke earlier, he did it the same way. As a matter of fact, the way he created human beings, that the, a child is developed from the genetic material and DNA and, this, and the seed of the father is actually mirrors the way it is Lamaila. But we understand it, Mamata Lamaila, we understand it from the example, and now let's apply it. So he says, the Kochamamish Kavyochal. Exactly like this, mirroring this precisely, he says, Kocha Mamish. But he says, Kavyochel. It seems like Mamish and Kavyochel would be a contradiction. If it's literally, then it's not so to speak. So Kocha Mamish means it's literally like the Moshel, but obviously it's figurative because Lamaila, you can't speak in physical terms. You can't speak physical nails or physical mind or physical seed. So the Moshel is a perfect example, but on a different plane. So he says, That exactly like we just described, the child's body, the child's being, is made up of different parts, and it's all rooted. So he says, the same thing is nefesh ruach neshama. Remember he explained that we have nefesh ruach neshama, and each one encompasses the other. So in other words, all the different details of the souls. 
Nefesh is one level, Ruach is another level, Nesham is another level. In that itself you have greater souls, you have lower souls. All the diversity he spoke about before, the tens of thousands of levels, are all there. So he's saying the same thing, that this is so. This exact kachamamish kavyochur v'sheirish kol hanefesh ruch neshamish l'kol sisrael lemaila in the supernal root of the nefesh ruch and neshama of all Israel. Remember, nefesh is the behavioral, the biological part of the soul. Ruach is the emotional. Neshama is the cognitive. Nihi chagas chabad as we go. So all that, the shaders, the root of it all, where did it root, remember where it rooted? It was rooted in but as it manifested in like he said, so it's rooted there. Now he says, okay, that's like the root in the seed, good, but now it then evolved, just like the child doesn't remain in the seed. The seed will now develop in the gestation stages of pregnancy. So what is the equivalent in the nimshal? So he says, As these souls now descended, rung by rung, level by level, from God's wisdom, the brain of the Father, the mind of the Father, which we discussed at length, how God and His mind and His intellect is one. Now it's evolving through the chain. It's called. Ishtalshus is like from the word shalshelis, like a chain. A chain of links. Through the chain of the witch worlds, the, the great known, famous four spiritual words, worlds, Bria, Atsilus, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. I'll explain in a moment what those four worlds are. But let's construe it. As the first states, you made them all with wisdom. And Bapashtus, meaning that right now we're discussing how everything comes from Chachmah. It all originates from Chachmah. In the, in the Hagah earlier, Kulam B'chachma Sisa, he was talking about how Chachma is, is only considered like Asiya. Here the focus is the opposite, on that all of it originates in Chachma. Because remember, in this whole process, it begins with the stages that are higher than all structure. Then the divine chose to manifest through structure, through Chachma. Chachma in turn evolves to all the different souls, through Atzilus, Bri, Yitzir, Asiya. So it all originates, Kulam B'chachma, Sisa, in Chachma. That Chachma, in turn, creates all of existence, and the Shtalshos of Atzilus, Bri, Yitzir, Asiya, the four worlds, is how the soul ultimately manifests in all the different distinctions. So you'll have Neshamas from Atzilus, and Neshamas from Bria, Yitzir, and Asiya. Briefly, the four worlds are four spiritual dimensions. There are four spiritual states. Atzilus comes from the word emanation or imparting. By Yetzel min ruach, meaning it's not a creation entirely. It's like imparting from the ruach, the spirit of Moshe, imparted in Pasha Baleshcha to the skein. Bria is already the word of world of creation. Yetzirah is formation. It gives it shape and form. 
and Asiya, the world of action. Basically, but briefly, there are four steps in any process of creation. First, you begin with a vision that's connected very much to the essence of the one who has the vision, that's Atsilas. A world of unity, a world of emanation, a world of imparting the divine structure of existence. Bria is the outline. You create an outline, like a skeleton. It's here that gives it shape and form, and I see as the final product. Here we're talking, obviously, in spiritual worlds. So the way the Abishta created the world is very much parallels how a child develops. It all begins with one cell. One cell fertilized egg by a seed. There everything is concentrated. And then through nine months, every stage that fetus develops. That's an example. It starts with one vision that becomes one cell, one fertilized egg by a seed. That then develops into a full-blown child. As a matter of fact, Chesidus talks about that each of the months, each of the nine of the months of pregnancy, each one is another stage of development through the ten spheres. Here he's talking about it like in the context of the spheres. So of course the Abishter could have done it with one shot, but he wanted it to have a structure. He wanted souls to be different. He wanted diversity. But he wanted the diversity to all reflect one source. So it all begins in Chachmah, as we learned earlier, then it manifests and spreads, you can say, branches out through the four worlds of Atzilus, Bri, Yitzir, and Asiyah. And from that, Nishavu Memenu, he continues now, and Nishavu Memenu, the result of this whole of evolution of steps, through that is Nisava, through the four worlds. From the Chachma, the, ne- the so he says, Nisava Memenu. Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Shal Ameya, Oretz, Abchusea, Erech. The Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama of everyone, but specifically he's right away going now to the example is Tzipar Naim. We were talking with the toenails. The lowest level, so to speak, in the human body with the least amount of vitality and revealed energy, and yet it's all coming from that original place. Of this, so even of the, the nefesh shama of the simple folk and common people, which are compared to the nails here, earlier he compared it to the akvayim, which is the heel, they're all formed. Exactly the same words he used in the example. That though it's now evolved to the point it's a toenail, you're very, you don't see the revealed energy as you do see in the brain, but it's still made of the same DNA, the same genetic divine DNA. So he says, nevertheless, like it is with the child, the biological child in the muscle, these souls still, these souls still remain bound with a wondrous and awesome unity. The same words. With their original ascension source, which is what? In the nimshal, which is a direct emanation of supernal wisdom, chachmeila. So there you have the moshel and the nimshal. We still have to discuss that second part, which is that even when the child becomes a child, it's still all parts are connected to the moyach shabarosh of the child. And that will leave for the next shear.
These archived classes can be seen at tanyaapplied.com. You can also submit any question. A good tevach, everyone be healthy and well. Kol Tuf. This has been My Life Tanya Applied with Rabbi Simon Jacobson. Please join us again next week. Visit chasidasapplied.com for archived classes and more resources.